You're listening to the official podcast of Asbury University, produced by students with God-honoring conversations that inform, edify, and encourage. This is Asbury. We explore culture and current topics through a Christian worldview, promoting a well-balanced life, and we empower our community to belong, become, and be set apart. I'm your host, Abby Lobb. Welcome to This is Asbury. Well, welcome back to This is Asbury. I'm joining the studio today with someone from Team AU. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Well, Chad Mays is the head women's basketball coach here at Asbury. How long have you been here, coach? I am starting my sixth season. Awesome. You guys have had some really good teams. I know you had the all-time leading scorer last year. Yes. You've had some good seasons recently. Talk a little bit about your journey here to Asbury, your time as a basketball coach and kind of what you've been up to. We have been very successful, but they win in spite of the coaching. So, Because <laughs> I feel like sometimes I get in the way. Last year, there was a prime example. We played in a really prestigious invitation up mm-hmm. at Thomas More. They had us come up there and we were playing Georgetown College, which mm-hmm. was ranked 12th mm-hmm. in the nation. There was a prime opportunity. We were going to run a play. And then Jacqueline Rubel, she came over and she's like, Coach, this play right here will work. This play right here will work. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, run it. She ran it and we got a basket and and won that night. We ended up getting beat. I think it's like eight. So it was just, it was a war. So it was mm-hmm. awesome. But then later on that night, Ginger Colvin from Campbellsville University, which was ranked number one in the nation at the time, mm-hmm. she sent me a text at home. She was like, Coach, I was watching that game. And she said, one of the coolest things was, is when your player came over there and you called her over there and gave her that play and it ran and she came over and chest bumped you. And I was like, well, I can't really take credit for that because she was actually coming over to tell me that this is the play that was going to work. And she actually changed out the play that I was going to run and it worked. She was like, coach, just don't ever tell anybody that but me. So now I put it out there for everybody. Yeah, you know, you recognize your players are very capable. That's part of leadership. And that's why I was going to circle back to that because, you know, my career has not been in education. My career came from state police Mm -hmm. and law enforcement. I started off and I've been at three different agencies and at every agency, what they did was is they they would empower us mm-hmm. when you're out there on your own you got to make your own calls you yeah. can't you know pick up your phone call, call the, the sergeant yeah what call the do? sergeant and do that <laughs> i mean they that was the training that they put us through people are always laughing and saying you know that Kentucky State Police, anybody that came from there always thinks that you're the best, in the, and that's not it at all we but we do have great training some of the best training i ever had uh, in my career and so because they do they empower you to, to be able mm-hmm. to to lead on your own and to think mm-hmm. on your own. So when I brought that to Asbury to be the coach here, I was like, look, I'm not out there playing. You know, I'm mm-hmm. 55. You don't want me out there. You know, I'm old. You don't want me out there running around. So what you do want is you want to engage, you want to equip, and you want to empower people. Mm-hmm. And we do that with the ladies on the team. We do that with anybody that we have in the missions. To be honest with you, I try to do that with anybody we meet. The engagement process has been to get them here on campus. And then now we're in the process of equipping them in the preseason to empower them. You know, like this weekend, we have a we have a big classic up in John Carroll. It's one of the best classics in the D3 in early season. So, you know, we go up there, starts on Friday, 7 p.m. We play John Carroll, you know, the host team. Yes, I can kind of control a little bit. But mm-hmm. after that, they got to play on their own. When players come in here, they're always like, you know, you give us so much freedom. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well... That's part of it. You know, you want to be able to think on your own, play on your own, and react. Because ultimately, this is not 
just basketball. This is about life. Yeah. So it's all about the engagement process. That's such a good skill for them to cultivate on, on the basketball court. Mm-hmm. So aside from that, you also equip them in other ways. You have a mission organization. You take them on mission trips. You teach them how to get out of their cultural context. You put them in some situations where they have to tell others about Jesus. They have to serve. Can you talk about that side of how you prepare your athletes? It was a vision that Chandy and I, we've always wanted to be able to incorporate, you know, with the student athletes to college level. And not just basketball. You're talking every sport. Any sport. Yeah. Any sport. And we had been doing that in Puerto Rico. We'd done it in the Dominican Republic. But we wanted to be able to be more on the inside, mm-hmm. you know, trying to help launch people out. Because we'd always been on the receiving end. And we'd just been praying about it, praying about it. And then so we were hoping that we could do that. Well, God had a plan for that. And we had had several Asbury teams come to Puerto Rico. Once we got here, he was like, this is, we're actually looking for this. It was almost like word for word what Chandy and I talked about. Because we had been living full time in Puerto Rico for yeah, two years. Yeah, I remember I talked to you one time and you were like, sorry, I'm on the beach in Puerto yeah. Rico. <laughs> yeah, we were. We had teams there. We'd take them down for a beach day. And I remember when you called me, yeah. I was like. It's like I could hear the waves in the background. Yeah, How do we I did, get in one of those trips, yeah, coach? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> It was like he had been listening to everything we had said, like Mark had been listening. So I told Chandy, I was like, this is almost too good to be true. So we prayed about it. Lo and behold, we ended up here. What they were looking for was the cross-cultural experiences. Mm -hmm. The student athletes Mm -hmm. is more what I'm geared for. But we have traditional students. They've been going too. We've had several through uh, Dr. Dan Lewis has been bringing Mm -hmm. a lot of the business kids. And so they've been coming and they're actually working with with Link 8, the ministry, because we have a bakery there. It's not ours. It's our partners there. They have a bakery. So they've been actually, our interns have been going down. They've been working Mm -hmm. in the bakery. They've been doing all kinds of stuff. I heard they were creating some business plans and yes, things like that. That's yeah, that's correct. great. The business students. Can you talk about why sport, you know, wh- why it's so beneficial for a team to get down there to Puerto Rico together and serve? The team grows. They're like, well, I never realized that, you know, Abby was this, you know, it, she doesn't really talk. Maybe they talk. trust each other more. They yeah. do. And then they see each other in a different light mm-hmm. and they the bonding has been just phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to say every time, but a lot of times it leads to some of the best seasons ever. Now, you don't just go there just so you can have a good season because we've had teams go down and come back and not have as good a season, but they will say, this has been the best experience we've had. And they grew in other ways, probably. Exactly. Yeah. And to be honest with you, that's what held the team together. Because we we try to make it to where it's a little bit tougher. Just don't go down there and just put paint on the wall <laughs> yeah. and then walk off. Because yeah. that's that's not really what we're about. Well, you go in the summer, too. It's hot. It's, un- Very it's hot. uncomfortable. <laughs> it is. We don't believe in just digging a hole just yeah. to have the next group come in and fill the hole up. Yeah. We're not going to do that. Where we're at, it's very open to the public. Mm. The guest house is above a bakery that our partners there own. So when you go down and you go into the bakery to get something, you're in line with the mm. Puerto Rican people. Yeah. None of them speak English. <laughs> so, you know, there's a lot of charades going on. But then if we have people, some of the student athletes that go down or just the students in general from here, if they know Spanish or if they minored in Spanish or majored in Spanish, then it gives them an opportunity mm. to really lead them mm. out, pull them out of, say, a spot where they don't feel as comfortable. You know, they're here like, well, I don't know if I can use this. And we put them where they can actually use their what they're mm. majoring in or minoring in. Yeah, whether that's language or, like you said, business or there are some other areas where you've worked with the people in Puerto Rico where it's translated directly to something your student athletes are doing. We've done with music. Mm. People have gone down. They've they've led worship. Then we've done just ministry in general, student ministry. Mm. So we just put them right into it. And then obviously in teaching, I would argue with anybody that we have the best, you know, when it comes to education. Education, yeah. Uh, and we're always down there where they can put them right in. They can help tutor kids and, mm-hmm. and, and that's something like that. you 
guys do here domestically as well, right? You all partner with some schools in the area? We've had a couple of different schools uh, here in Jessamine County that we go and we do after-school programs with. So my team has been very active in that. That is one of the things I'll just say in general, not just about my team, but just really every team up there is doing something. I can't take credit for that. There's just times that people will call me and say, hey, this is going on. And then I'll make mention to one of the other coaches to say, hey, do you have anybody who wants to do this? Manny will jump in and say, hey, well, I got guys who'll do this. How have you seen the the athletics department at Asbury as a whole kind of shift since you've brought this really mission-minded focus? It was always there, but in the past, I think people kind of base their self-worth on whether we win or lose. Now, we can compete at a high level in a Christ-like manner. Mm -hmm. I think in the past, it's been hard to define that line. Mark Whitworth Mm -hmm. done a fantastic job telling us and getting coaches in here to say, look, we can do both. We can win and still be a representation of Christ. Well, and you guys are recognized for that recently as as a team with the King Chasing Award from the NCCAA. Can you explain what the King Chasing Award was? And those are like going out doing service projects, mm-hmm. and, they're, and they're not stage service projects. Mm-hmm. They're legitimate service projects because they, they know the difference. Like if you're just doing like a photo op, that does not count. Yeah. These are like legitimate things that you're doing. And is that, is that required to be in that program? Yes. And you've got to want to do those because, like I said, if you're just doing a photo op, like if you're just going to go stand in front of some cans. It's going to be pretty obvious. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. So (laughs) these are things that people are putting in legitimate time, legitimate effort. And then you've got to actually seek out some opportunity because people are always needing help. But in order to have, say, 10, 15, 20, 30 student athletes show up, it's got to be a legitimate thing. So with that being said, there was some criteria that had to hit and everybody had to participate. So across the board, everybody was like all in. We all wanted to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Overseas missions was part of that. We checked that mark with with me being there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just local opportunities mm-hmm. were there. Will Schaus is over our NCCAA division. Mm-hmm. He and Mark Whitworth. And they went just to the uh, just to the convention. They were not thinking anything about it because just to uh-huh. be honest with you, that's our fabric. That's yeah. who we are. You're not doing it for recognition. No, yeah. we, we did not... There was at no point that we do that, <laughs> setting out to do this. This is just what we do all the time. You know, Will turned it all in and was just sitting there because there was going to be meetings and stuff that they that those two had to go to. Uh-huh. And then, so I, Will was telling me later, he was like, I don't know who was more shocked. <laughs> <He> was <laughs> so like, you all didn't know you were going to win? I had no idea. Oh, that's funny because yeah. you, you were named the King Chasing Institution of the Year. Is that correct? That is correct. By the National Collegiate Christian College Athletics Association. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so Will was shocked. So it was Mark. Mark was like, did you know we were getting this? He was like, I had no idea. <laughs> so I love that. Yeah, it was. But it's like you said, we did not set out to do that. Mm-hmm. And we didn't set out to say, we're going to go out and win that. This is just who we are and what we do. I mean, we would have served no different this year than we did last year or in the years to come. Yeah. Well, you are right in the middle of preseason. You have some scrimmages probably this week, or when does your schedule start? Season tips off this Friday up in close to Cleveland. Okay. We, we have two games. We play John Carroll, mm-hmm. and then depending upon whether we win or lose, we'll play again on Saturday. Awesome. How is your season looking? Uh, the beginning. I think at the beginning is you always try to mesh people together. You know, I always say don't don't base what you see off at the <laughs> beginning. Now, I, this has probably been, and I've had some great teams. They've been awesome to coach, great leadership. They've learned from the ones that's gone before mm-hmm. them. And each each year, it just seems like we're getting sharper and sharper mm-hmm. at what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once again, it goes back to just trying trying to create that culture to where each disciples the other. Yeah. And I just feel like we're getting better and better. Now, 
what our record will reflect at the end. I don't know. I was, you know, was telling some people, you know, we might be a little shaky up till Christmas, but then mm-hmm. after Christmas, I wouldn't want to play us. Yeah. So good. Well, but, I'm looking forward to watching you guys play. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I think I think this is could, could be one of our better teams. Good. Yeah. Because you all lost a, a really high scorer. Um, so do you have some people who are younger this year filling we in? We got in six freshmen. Oh wow! Great. Yeah. And they're very talented, but they're still freshmen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the good thing about it is getting closer to the end of the year, they're they're going to be closer to being sophomores than they were the early season freshmen. Yeah, so, that's great. It's fun to have freshmen because, you know, yeah. the sky's the limit with them. That's yeah. great. We have three really good upperclassmen that are leading. Good. And then we have several more that, that we did return. So, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's one of those deals where you're always looking, how do people react mm-hmm. to having people that have been around for so long that have just been basically just when you think of the program, you think of these two or three people, you know, mm-hmm. the the Jacqueline Rubles, the mm-hmm. Autumn Hereford. Mm-hmm. And when you, you sit around, you think about them and, you know, and basically the program has run, mm-hmm. you know, on those two people mm-hmm. for so long. Mm-hmm. And then now they're not there. Mm-hmm. So how are people going to react? Now, I can tell you that my ladies that I have here now, these girls, they, they're like, we love them. But, you know, we, we want to carve our own Yeah. And path. what are they doing now post-graduation? They're both. Autumn and- they're they're mm-hmm. both teaching. Oh, great. Well, any closing thoughts as, as we head into the season and head into this new group of, of players? I'm going to always challenge people to come out and just watch, especially because I know this is going to come to a lot of people that probably are Asbury alums. And then for some, I know some are probably picking mm-hmm. this up that just heard about Asbury, you know, especially with the outpouring. They're just like, hey, I want to, I want to just go check this place out. And if you're close by, I mean, we'd love to have you come watch the, the women's basketball. But just any time that you can pour in to a college student, mm-hmm. it is one of the most rewarding things ever mm-hmm. because you got to stop and think. Some of these kids— yeah, they may come from an hour down the road, may come mm. from 15 minutes down the road, but we have student athletes here that come from the other side of the world. Yeah. If you have an opportunity, just to, we're not saying you got to come and feed them. That's right. not what, you know. <laughs> they like, don't have their parents nearby. Yeah. Come it, cheer. <laughs> it's just the opportunity. If they come out and they see the stands full, yeah. you know, it's if so they, encouraging. It is. And you have no idea. And it, does it give us a home court advantage? Does it give us a home field advantage? Yeah, it does. But it means more to them when just their heart is full. Because and they want to win. They, yeah, they do. <laughs> and you will see high-quality basketball. You'll see high-quality soccer. You'll see high-quality baseball, softball. You'll see all of that. It means something to those young men and women just from a competitive side. Uh, and it, it does. It gives us a boost. There's no mm-hmm. doubt. But the fact that they can go back to their dorms and say, I don't know who those people were, yeah. but that was they amazing. And, you know, and I tell them all the time, you don't have to trade your allegiance to University of Kentucky. You don't have to trade <laughs> your allegiance to the University of Louisville. You don't have to trade all that. But there's plenty enough stuff around here, especially if you're local. Get some Asbury stuff. Yeah. You Absolutely. know, there's nothing like because you know some of my girls they they have been to this they've been to like Canes or whatever and mm-hmm. they see somebody wearing you know an AU hat mm-hmm. or an AU shirt and they're just blown away they're like you know who is that whatever and then this person will walk up to them and be like hey we come to your games and Aww, they're like that's... and then when they start staring at them they're like oh, I did see that person mm-hmm. it lifts them up so much they yeah. feel like they're walking on top of the world mm. so just that little bit for a kid that's two three hours away four hours away from another state for some of these other kids from the other side literally could be around the world world. well and i love that asbury has you know team au you have a broadcast network where you're hearing a lot of these parents are saying watching the game from wherever they are that's really cool a prime example of that missions that chandy and i do Mm -hmm. we have teams that come from las vegas Mm. phoenix and they watch because a lot of our interns are 
Asbury students. Mm-hmm. That not just basketball, but they're the MVP s- program. Right. Yeah. So there are soccer players. We've had we've had countless. We had baseball. We had soccer. We've had basketball. We've had countless kids. So what they do is they get to know these kids. They get to know these these young men and women that are there all summer long, mm-hmm. giving their entire summer away to work in missions. Mm-hmm. You know, for three months there in Puerto Rico. So what happens is, is then they get to know them. And then they go back. And then before you know it, I'll have somebody text me. They're like, oh, you know, I saw saw you all playing, you know, and they're just going (laughs) on and on and on. And I'm like, okay. And but it's because they're watching, you know, from our Asbury Sports Network. Mm -hmm. That was ASDN is now is what we're calling it, Mm -hmm. Asbury Sports Digital Network. Mm -hmm. So they're following. They are literally following what we're doing. So and sometimes like we play, you know, like if we play at five or six o'clock in the afternoon, you know, that's like two or three. Out mm-hmm. in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and they're so they're putting on their phone. Yeah, it works and watching. That's great. So, and then with Linkate, with your your organization in Puerto Rico, what are some ways that people can support that? You can go to I think it's Linkate. Uh, I think it, I'm terrible about this. Jane will get mad at me, but I'm, she handles all that kind of stuff. Google it. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> Google Linkate Project, and it's L Y N C L Y N C. And then the number eight. Some of the best ways you can do that is, you know, we we do have more than just the uh, student athletes going. We have churches that go. Mm-hmm. We have people from the community go. And then, to be honest with you, we have people that just link up. No mm-hmm. pun intended. Yeah. They actually just link up uh, with and just say, "Hey, is Asbury going?" And there's like six of us that are with, you know, Dan. Uh, Dr. Dan Lewis has done mm-hmm. that with uh, First Southern Bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, you know, we're not your typical, you know, run-of-the-mill mission organizations. We try to think outside the box. We try to give you different ways of going. So you can either support financially. We want you to obviously uh, think about prayer support. And then if you want to go on a trip, there's ways you can you can look on there and you can see it. You can email us. You can text us. You can call us. And then we hook people up because you could say, well, there's only two of us. Mm-hmm. That's okay. We will yeah. connect you with another yeah. group. Well, in closing, do you have any kind of story that you could tell about a student who was impacted by this experience of traveling with Link 8? They're all impacted, but the best one ever, in my opinion— is not so much a single person, but it was the whole organization. And if it wasn't for one thing happening, then it's tied everything else in. And I'll be brief. It was the very first mission trip that uh, Asbury ever had. They came down. Will Schaus brought his team. Men's basketball team. Men's basketball. Uh, They came down. We were working with an organization down there that was rescuing kids from Mm -hmm. being physically and sexually abused. Wow. Um, So... Some of the toughest situations you can imagine for these kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lady who who runs the organization. Her name is Magdalena. If there ever was a Jesus with skin on, it's her. Mm. We had been working with her. We couldn't get it to match up. Uh, we worked with her one time, two times. The second time was a little, little bit sketchy, and she was kind of distant with us. Then it came to the third time was to bring Will's team in, and we had these big things planned. And it came time to get her to agree to us coming over, and we were going to bring the kid. We were going to bring his basketball team mm-hmm. over. She did, she was just ghosting us yeah. big time, just ghosting us, ghosting. And we we're like, what is she doing? And this, and I remember, this has been like 14 years ago. Wow. So she was just ghosting us, wouldn't let, would, and we kept calling her and calling her and calling her. And so finally, a couple uh, Puerto Rican buddies of mine, they were like, we're just going to go over there. We're going to go see her. 
so they went over there and they talked to her and they were like, look, he's got the guys here. They, these are college basketball players. They're bigger than life. Yeah. The kids are going to love that. So she finally said, okay. So she let him come over. We came over there and she kind of stood by the tree and she's just such a sweet lady. And so the kids were out there playing. They had basketball goes up. They were, these guys, you know, Will's guys were dunking on them. They were picking them up. They were letting them dunk <laughs> yeah. and they did all this Having kind of stuff. And then I was like, Magdalena, is there anything the guys can do besides just play basketball? Let mm-hmm. us, you know, we were supposed to come over here all week and work. And she said, well, I don't know. And then a couple of the ladies that we that we call Tia's aunts, they were like, yes, yes, we need this freezer move. And it was full of food. She was like, we don't have time to unload it. So those guys got down there and they moved. And they, I'm exaggerating, but it had it, it looked like it looked like it felt like it weighed a thousand pounds. Yeah. They moved it for her all the way over. They did all the cleaning. They did mm-hmm. all this stuff. So they jumped in, and I mean, they just knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. As it was time to go, the kids were, you know, they had the time of their life. Smiles all over the face. Uh, Will's got had smiles all over their face and it was just awesome. So Magdalene was standing there and, and I said, is there anything else you need? We're getting ready to leave. Of course, the kids were crying. They, were, they didn't yeah. want to go. They were hugging Aww. on Will. Got everybody separated. And I looked at Magdalene and I said, is there anything else? And uh, she was like, no, that's good. Thank you all for coming. And it still seemed kind of odd. Yeah. And I said, looked at Will and I said, Will, is there anything else? He said, yeah. He said, we're not leaving until we pray for her. So uh, the guy circled her around her, prayed for her seeing those grown men just break down and cry mm. and her just sob. And then when it was over with, I just went over to her and I asked her, and I was like, why did you not want us to come back? We, we are here to help. And she said, I see the heart and the love that you guys have. And she said, we've been hurt so many times. I just didn't want to get hurt again by people who say they love Jesus, but then I'm not sure. And she said, and I was like, and I started to say something. She went, no, 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 wait a minute. She said, after seeing those group of college boys, that young man, which she was talking about, Will, and she said, and knowing that you all had the connection to that group and knowing you and Chandy now, she said, I'll never question your all's intentions again. So Asbury it means a lot. It's amazing. I, yeah. I, I can't never get through a story. Yes. No, that's so powerful. Well, there's there's nothing I can say to make that story better. So I can never you. I can yeah. never say it without crying. So yes. I, you know, I think I thank the Lord every day for that that opportunity. Yeah. And I'm sure those student athletes were still touched by that experience today. I would uh, hope. Yeah. Will he breaks mm. down every time we try to talk about it. Mm. So Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that, and thank you yeah. for joining us today. I know you are busy. You've, you've got a boot on. You've got, yeah. You're nursing an injury. I, yeah, you've got a team I, to coach. I hate that because it keeps falling <laughs> off over here. I keep trying to lift uh, it up, but it keeps dropping yes. down. I hope it doesn't make too much noise no. in here. Well, I thank you for your time, and thank you for hobbling over here from the Loose yeah. Center. <laughs> well, thank you for having me and this opportunity and being able to talk. Yes, appreciate it. Thanks, Coach. We'll see you soon. All right, thank you. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of This is Asbury. To learn more about Asbury University, visit asbury.edu.